Terry McLaurin is not happy with Washington. Kenny Moore is not happy with the Colts. I think you know where I'm going. We're also going to talk a little bit about the, uh, we've been talking all week long, or at least since yesterday, about the transaction between Emmis Communications and Radio One. Emmis's Indianapolis Holdings going to Radio One, why that might not be a terrible thing for anybody. And, and it has to do with the guy who's running Radio One here in Indianapolis, who used to work at Emmis, and so we know him from Emmis. So it might not be a bad thing. The Indiana Pacers worked out Johnny Davis today. We'll talk about the groups of three in the NBA draft. We are only nine days away from the NBA draft. There are groups of three. One through three, four through six, seven through nine. It seems that are pretty consistent within mock drafts and look to be just about right. We'll talk about where or how this might affect what the Indiana Pacers do. We'll also talk about Indiana University. Good news APR-wise for Indiana University's athletic pro, uh, department. Also, good news for Indiana in terms of betting on Indiana to win a national championship. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling for Tuesday, Flag Day, June 14, 2022. Brought to you by the great people at uh, Johnson's Plumbing. They're fantastic at what they do. If you need a plumber, give them a call. Plumbing problem, which I was too descriptive about yesterday. I gotta tell you the truth. I apologize for that. Plumbing solution. It's what they do. Give them a call. 765-610-8809. So many of you have. And that's cool. That makes me feel good. Makes me feel like you trust me. Because I take that seriously. I, I don't throw love toward a company because I get paid to do it. I throw love toward a company who is deserving of that love. And then if they pay me, that's an entirely different conversation. But I do not take money to buy my allegiance. I just won't do that. Again, 765-610-8809. Smash that subscribe button. The like button, hit that too. And then ring the bell. Let's go. And if you want to donate, we enjoy the donations. Thank you very much. This is not a cost-free enterprise. you got to help us keep going. We're like the Wikipedia of Indianapolis sports content. All right, Terry McLaurin's not happy with the Washington Commanders. He's not being paid much. This coming year, he's going to make $2.79 million. He didn't like that. He's been really good over his three-year NFL career. He's uh, averaged better than 1,000 yards per season as, as a receiver there. He has caught 58, 87, and 77 balls. You know what? And with the quarterbacks they've had, that's doing work. All right, Kenny Moore is a guy who's scheduled to make, what is it, $6.75 million this year with the Colts. He isn't happy. He's one of the best slot cornerbacks in the game, but he wants to be thought of as a cornerback, not a slot cornerback. I'm sorry. <clears throat> He's a slot corner. If Washington wants to swap headaches, Terry McLaurin fits like a glove here. First of all, Terry McLaurin really, really fast at the Combine. Uh, prior to being drafted, Terry McLaurin ran a 4-3-5-40. He catches damn near everything thrown at him. 222 catches in his career, only 12 drops, which is among the best drop rates in the NFL. You get Terry McLaurin, and all of a sudden this offense looks different. If you line up McLaurin and Pittman and 
either Pierce or Campbell, depending on who's healthy. Right now, both are healthy, which is a good thing. But will they stay healthy? We'll see. That's a really good threesome, man. All of a sudden, you're talking about a threesome of receivers that rivals any in the NFL. And that includes the Los Angeles Rams, Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs, anybody. Terry McLaurin is at, at the very high end of the non-elite wide receivers. Really, really good. Not great. Really, really good. He's the best athlete I've ever seen on a high school football field. I did sidelines for his high school state championship game. Went to a practice, watched a kid play. He practiced on the offensive side of the ball, but played both ways. And he was the best defensive back that Cathedral had, or anybody else had, that I saw in that game. I'm not sure he lost a game in high school, and I know he won four state championships in high school. That is how dynamic Terry McLaurin was as a high school player. At Ohio State, he had to kind of earn his stripes. In the pros, he was good right out of the crate, a really good rookie, good, good, really good as a sophomore. And then as a junior, he followed it up with 77 and 1053 with five touchdown passes. He, Pittman, Campbell, Pierce, all of a sudden, a new day has dawned. Taylor, Hines, Ryan, Ali Cox, Woods, Granson, that is a lot of weapons for this offense. That would be dynamic and put all of a sudden, uh, defensively, we'll talk about that in a second, but because it's not good news for the defense. Obviously, if you remove a pro bowler, your defense is going to suffer a little bit. However, offensively, you become so dynamic, it becomes hard to defend you. And being hard to defend yields a championship. Look at the two Super Bowl teams last year. The Rams, really, really good. Great weapons everywhere, right? Really good at tight end. Terrific wide receivers. Beckham got hurt, sure. Woods got hurt, sure. But they had guys behind him, and they had Cooper Cup. The Bengals, also really good. You had Chase, you had Higgins, you had Boyd. Really, really good, right? The Colts, if they could acquire Terry McCorn. All of a sudden, they do work. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, okay, we offer him the money that he wants from Washington. How do we do that given our cap situation? There are ways to do that. You know what? Les Snead knows how. Kevin Demoff knows how. You just convert salary into signing bonus, and you prorate it throughout the, throughout the length of a, uh, uh, an extension. You can do that with Quentin Nelson. Take his $13 million that he's due this year, 13.7 or 8 right? You convert that, most of it, to a bonus in the extension, and you prorate it 23 through 27 or whatever, and all of a sudden you free up some cash. It's not that hard. You can do that dance and make it work. Now, what you do to the, or the defense by trading Kenny Moore, you really take away a significant part of that defense because Kenny Moore is a guy who has to be accounted for. He goes and makes tackles for loss against the run, he is really good at sticking his nose in and making tackles. He's also very good at occasionally getting a sack. They'll send him as a blitzer every once in a while or line him up at defensive end and, and bulldog him to the quarterback, and all of a sudden, boom, you got a sack. Nice. Four interceptions in each of the last two seasons. Who would the slot guy be? Edward Johnson. My man. Thank you. Uh, who would the slot corner be? I don't care. Because you've got to have, it's, it's just, 
look, to have the best slot corner, okay, that's a good thing. To have the 13th best slot corner or 18th slot corner, that's okay too. I'm good with that. We're all good. We're fine with that. We need offense, and we need receivers. So yes, you would be robbing Peter to pay Paul a little bit, but you would be buffeting your receiver core to the point where you don't have to worry about that crap again, period. With Pittman, like I said, Pittman, Paris, McLaurin, and Pierce. Ding, 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 ding. Nice. Kenny Moore, you got to replace as a slot corner. But they got Kenny Moore off the scrap heap anyway. He'd been waived by the Patriots after they signed him as, a, as an undrafted free agent. You can't find this guy again? What are we talking about? So, uh, yeah, I'm all about this trade. And is it going to happen? I don't think so. It's not really the way Chris Ballard does stuff. We haven't seen him do stuff like this ever. However, kind of a new day, and we haven't seen anybody threaten to hold on a mand mandatory minicamp before either. And Kenny Moore did that. So let's get Terry McLaurin. Bring Cathedral home. Been a long time since we haven't had a Cathedral grad on the team. You know what I mean? Jack Doyle, right? All right. Uh, anyway, McLaurin, number 18, as ranked by Pro Football Focus, right ahead of Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, McLaurin, his average uh, value over the last three years, over the three years in his career, eight. Pittman, eight. Kenny Moore, 5.6. However, McLaurin in 2021 had an average value of nine. Pittman, 12. And Kenny Moore, 10. Just to kind of give an apples-to-apples -apples look at Pittman and McLaurin. He's six feet tall. Uh, but, man, he'd look good, 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 good in a Colts jersey. All right, the Pacers worked out Johnny Davis today. Uh, consensus All-American, Big Ten Player of the Year. Really good as a sophomore at Wisconsin. But here's the thing about Johnny Davis I do not like. He is a really good rebounder for his size at 6'5". I don't care about a 6'5"-inch guy and how he can rebound. What I want out of a 6'5 guy is shooting and then defense. Shooting. And Johnny Davis hit 30.6% from beyond the arc this past year at Wisconsin. That isn't going to get it done. They worked out A.J. Griffin yesterday as a freshman. He hit 45.5% from beyond the arc. Me likey that number. Me no likey Johnny Davis. And the 30.6% from beyond the arc. He did average 19.7 points a game, 8.2 rebounds, but 30.6 doesn't get it done. He and Keegan Murray, I think, are the, the two guys with a really high floor. Like, you know what you're going to get out of those guys in their NBA careers, right? They're going to score between 18 and 19 points. They're going to get rebounds. They're going to be serviceable in doing what they do. But they are not going to be dynamic enough to lead a team to a championship. And when you've got a pick this high, as the Pacers have not since George McLeod, back over 30 years ago, you got to go get somebody who's got the potential to be dynamic. Again, it's not Murray and it's not Davis. Who is it? You're not going to get one of the top three unless you trade into the top three. And I don't know how you do that. Maybe you move up by giving up Miles Turner. I don't know. Maybe there's a psychotic general manager in the NBA who would agree to such a thing. Um, but you've got Jabari Smith, Chet Holmgren, and Paolo Boncaro. Those guys are one, two, three in some order. You see them in the mock drafts. That's usually one, two, three. Uh, four, five, six, Jaden Ivey, Keegan Murray, Shaden Sharp. Shaden Sharp is nothing but upside. All upside. 
and awful. I mean, the the chasm between these his potential on the high side and his potential on the low side is enormous. We haven't seen him play basketball since he was a junior in high school. That's a problem for me. I want to know, number one, I want to know that a guy can play. And number two, I want to know that a guy likes to play. And he didn't play last year when he was eligible to play at Kentucky. Chose not to play and not to risk his draft standing. What the hell is that? So that's a red line for me through Shaden Sharp. I don't want Kevin Pritchard to take Shaden Sharp. If he winds up being the next Michael Jordan, you know what, okay. But I don't think Michael Jordan would have sat out a single game as a collegian or a pro unless he absolutely had to. He had the love of the game clause in his contract, for Pete's sake. Then you've got Jaden Ivey in that middle tier. Give me Jaden Ivey. You can get the corner on anybody. He's got number eight in his game. I really, really like him. Uh, the next three, it's seven, eight, and nine. Uh, you've got Benedict Baturin. You've got A.J. Griffin. You've got Johnny Davis. I liked A.J. Griffin yesterday. We didn't get to see him take a single shot. But, man, the way he talks for a college freshman, he's a special individual. Can he play? Can he stay healthy? That's the key with A.J. Griffin. Johnny Davis, like I said, uh, he and Keegan Murray, low ceiling, high floor. You know, you're not going to crap out picking either of those guys. If you were looking for a safe pick, those would be the guys. But we don't want a safe pick. We want the wild card. We want the potential Powerball winner. We're not playing the scratch-off where we can win five bucks. We want Powerball for $358 million. Let's go. Uh, IU men's and women's basketball, their APR out. How about this? Archie Miller, his last year, uh, a 1,000 APR, and his four-year rolling average for the four years he was a coach, 995. That's pretty good. IU women's basketball, the same. Uh, and the odds for Indiana winning the national championship You've got Indiana and Michigan tied atop the Big Ten as favorites at 33 to one. You got Gonzaga eight to one, Houston ten to one, Kentucky twelve to one, UNC twelve to one, Duke fourteen to one. I would sooner put money on Indiana at eight to one than I would Gonzaga at 33 to one. Gonzaga is not going to win the national championship. They can't, or they wouldn't. Indiana. At least they got a chance. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Ken. I cannot wait to talk to you then. God bless.